But intentionally, I allowed myself to stay in bed because it's Saturday and the 4 a.m. mornings are are draining <laughs> during the week, to say the least. So I gave myself a little reprieve this morning. However, I really messed up my whole routine. So my apologies if you get up and listen to me at a certain time frame every day because I'm running a little late today. And... What I what I realized was, you know, the the routine is get up early and then I do these, you know, certain things. And because I'm because I'm in that alcohol free class, for example, he has us doing some some writing in the morning and listening to uh, a music meditation. So I'm incorporating that into my process. The money, um, I don't know what you call it, medita- meditation class. The money. I don't know. The adventure I went on a couple weeks ago, she has us writing down um, affirmations. So like there's all these things that I'm building into my routine, which are all great, but it's I'm, I'm learning and adapting and my morning routines going from, say, a half an hour to two hours with all these assignments, which is great. I'm I'm trying to figure them out. Um, and unfortunately, my biking partner or fortunately, I guess, however you want to look at it. We haven't gotten to bike something. Uh, I think it's bike broke or something. So anyway, so that's been giving me back an hour if I want to look at it that way. Or I can beat myself up for not going without him. But I'm not gonna because, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I want you guys to forgive yourselves when you don't do things exactly like you want to. Um, there's a term that is used in um, in a lot of the environment that I'm in now, and it's called taking imperfect action. And that's what I did this morning. <laughs> I, uh, I, I took imperfect action. I was doing things, but I didn't do my normal, and I didn't jump on with you sooner. So just just reflecting on that and giving myself a little of the love and kindness that I would want to give someone else you know, that's a big part of, of what I believe in and, and what I preach regularly to people in my life, especially folks that are struggling. It's like, listen, talk to yourself like you talk to your best friend. And that's what I had to do this morning. So when I realized I hadn't recorded this morning, I just jumped up. <laughs> I was like, okay, get your butt in there and get going and tell you guys about that experience this morning. And since I am dedicated to being positive and productive. That's my that's my intention. Ever since we got the homework to write an intention every day, that's been my consistent one, positive and productive. And if I could do those two things, life is good. And next weekend, I will be in Connecticut. Ooh, I might be bad on you. Or I might, maybe I'll pre-record for the week for Saturday night I don't know I'll figure something out so that I don't miss a beat with you guys um but it'll be Kylie's 16th birthday so I'm gonna 
go down for that and, you know, try to make it the best day possible we can for her, given all the circumstances and trying to meet her, her wishes. (laughs) So anyway, how about we do today's reading? That's what, that's what we're here for, right? No, you love hearing my craziness, right? Okay, I think so. If you're listening again or still, you must like like the craziness so that you know you're not alone in your craziness. We're all in this together, guys. Okay, June 13th, healthy anger. When I defend myself against an attack designed to destroy me springs from self-respect. This is a quote from Lee Silverstein. I got to read it again because I didn't quite get it. Healthy anger, when I defend myself against an attack designed to destroy me, springs from self-respect. Okay, so I guess they're trying to say like the definition of healthy anger. When I defend myself against an attack, springs from self-respect. Yeah, I think they're designing it as self-respect, handling it in a positive way. I don't know. Let's read the reading and figure it all out. Can you tell I don't read these in advance most mornings? (laughs) Anger is a way we regain our sense of self-respect and entitlement. We, ooh, we realize now that nothing is worth feeling like a doormat. We naturally feel angry when attacked, but we may lack the skills we need to appropriately channel our feelings. Sometimes confrontation is necessary. Other times we are best served by turning things over to our higher power. Whatever we need... When we are angry, sober living equips us with the tools to identify and share our angry feelings and to find new options to help us maintain our dignity. Oh my God, does this not line up with what I was talking about last night? It also shows me that I could have done a better job. Um, Now we can be thankful for our newfound ability to see more clearly what our anger is about and how we could deal with it. Now we can use our use and appreciate our this healthy internal alarm system to grow and change as we can turn our anger over and let go of lingering resentments on a daily basis. Today, let me share my anger honestly and then let go of it. Wow, I love this. Can you tell? Um, so in case you didn't hear last night, I was frustrated uh, because I guess I can say it as simply as I just didn't agree with people's reactions to me and it made me angry that it felt a little one-sided and not angry losing my mind but it definitely changed my my mood yesterday and just just reading you know turning it over to our higher power I will admit I did not serenity prayer it yesterday. And maybe if I did, I would have felt better and I wouldn't have made it such an issue. Like if I just was like, okay, that's their perspective. Hey, universe, maybe help them along or maybe help me or whatever. Just make it, take it off my plate. And that's what I felt like I did with you guys, which I guess in some ways you can be like my higher power. It, it, it meets the definition. You're a power greater than me and you're a beautiful resource and, and you have been helping me for the last six months, eight months, however long we've been together. I'm definitely, you do kind of what um, Kylie does for me. It, it In addition to making me accountable for not just staying clean, but for my actions and how I show up in the world. Like it's becoming so important to me that I show you that it can be done and it can be done in a healthy way and that I make 
mistakes along the way and I try to learn from them and I'm trying to share all those little nuances as I go along. Now, I don't know if this is the right approach or not, but I know it's helping me and I'd like to think that it's helping, you know, maybe not everything's applicable to everybody, but the, the bigger picture strategy of it all, you know, the, the topic here, channeling our anger in a healthy way. So maybe for you, it's taking a run or calling an old friend or whatever it is that's healthier than going to the casino or betting or stewing or drinking or, or whatever it is, as long as we're finding healthier alternatives, our alternatives don't have to be the same. But what I hope that we can get aligned with and and that everybody out there, someone who's struggling with addiction or not, learns to have healthy anger and not, you know, violent anger or depressed anger or, you know, I don't even know the the definitions really of of anger, you know, adjectives, adverbs. Hmm. Let's not get into English lesson. That's that's for nighttime when we do our letters, right? Um, so talking about turning it over, maintaining our dignity, um, how to handle those angry feelings. Now we can use and appreciate this healthy internal alarm system to grow and change. So that presents a choice, right? So I could have been upset yesterday and took it out on the room and acted like a real jerk, right? I could have been argumentative. I could have, you know, made it a bigger deal than it was. And my alarm system recognized that, which is part of why I didn't respond really. And then the grow and change part, I'm still working on that from yesterday to today. So as I talked about it with you last night, I was I was mindful and I was appreciative that I didn't act like a complete jerk. But then even as I sit here discussing it with you again, and this would be the value of groups or a sponsor or whatever, if you don't have a podcast to tell everybody all your shit, essentially. But the growing and changing, okay, well now if I'm in this situation – an even better approach for me would be to bring in the serenity prayer, to let it go, to give it to the universe, to not get hung up on it. So that's what I'm trying to do is grow and change with with what is happening. In the next line about letting go of lingering resentments, I'll tell you, resentments will freaking kill you. I, I, I know this. Resentment cost me a lot of years a lot of freaking years and it's just now the last you know I I worked really hard on them when I was in treatment but it's still a work in progress I mean there was so much that happened in those 28 days that I won't say like hey I identified my resentments and I cured them and I actually I have my homework from from rehab that we'll, we'll go over and dig into deeper when we go back to regular episodes of working together. These are just, you know, <laughs> bonus Bobby thoughts. I guess it'd be a good way to put it. But um, I can tell you that both from working on my resentments myself and then watching how other people deal with resentment is very eye-opening. And as I watch people that 
haven't figured out how to work through them, I watch it eat at them and, and, you know, like ruin their day. And I know it's so cliche, but I love this. I love this quote and it, it sticks with me and it just resonates is, you know, resentments is like drinking poison and asking the other and expecting the other person to die. Right. So we have this big ball of shit, you know, that negative stuff that we, we don't have room for shouldn't be in our guts. We don't we don't have room to hold on to all that negative stuff. Otherwise, the positive can't come in. And that's what resentment's doing. It's filling up that negative bucket. We ain't got time for that. But, you know, like we can't move forward. All that shit just weighs us down. But as it as it snowballs in our mind, it it makes the problems probably bigger than they were. Does that make sense? Like, it might be a little problem. I remember, so last month or whenever it was, where one of my friends got upset on the thread and he left and he was upset with with me because he didn't um, understand my response. And it was something, it was such a little misunderstanding. And if it wasn't in text and it was a conversation, it would have been a whole different story. Well, anyway, I... I recognized that we weren't in a good place to communicate with each other. So I had two choices at that at that moment. Like, do I try to, ooh, excuse me. I thought my yawns were only for nighttime episodes. Do I, do I stew over it and have my pissy pants and be like, F you and blah, blah, blah. Because I've done that in the past, full, full disclosure. And even, even this time I was like, eh. This is bothering me. I think he just needs some time. I don't think the right answer is to do X, Y, Z. So I sat on it. And I can remember the day that I was like, what the fuck? Why am I not talking to him? This is silly. Like, I honestly, the day that I was thinking about it, I couldn't even remember what we weren't speaking about, essentially. And uh, that was the first day that I reached back out to him. I was like, hey, you know, how you doing? And we, we haven't had a heart to heart about the situation and and maybe we will maybe we won't it really won't matter I could see us having a talk down the road once we're back in normal normal life but um I, there was a time in my life that I would have been like f you you know and never spoke to him again or you know kind of wrote him off and I've seen this happen you know this is destroying some people in my life that can't let go of resentments. It ruins, you know, if they have resentments against other people and and those people are at the same place at the same time or same events or run the same circles, you know whose day it ruins? It doesn't ruin the day of the person they're resenting. It ruins their day. And I've watched it. I've watched the anger and the venom and the the negative ball just show its head when these people are in the room with the people who resent them. It's not hurting the person that's there. It is totally hurting the person that's hanging on to the resentment. Is this an easy thing to get over? Probably not. I mean, I held on to my Bob resentments for 30 something years, you know? That was that was one of the things that I worked on was my resentments towards him. And I'm glad I did because it's prepared me for the stuff that's happened the last year. So I wouldn't be as, you know, I wouldn't be resentful towards 
some of the things that have happened the last few years. And, and the beautiful thing is, once you get rid of resentful, if you can change it to be grateful, the whole landscape changes. So instead of being resentful that um, I, didn't, I didn't get what I expected or wanted from someone or thought I deserved, I could be resentful of that. Instead, I'm grateful for all the things that I learned, how I grew, the gifts I was given. And framing it that way makes it so much more tolerable. I, would, I could still be, when I think of the feelings that I have regarding this situation, it's, it's not even anger. It's not hate. It's not, it's, it's sadness. It's hurt. But it's not resent, resentment. And, and one of the things that I'm working on every day, like with, um, with this homework from these people, is to send love and kindness to people that have impacted my life that way. And to be very deliberate and mindful about when I'm meditating, trying to work through the, the, the negatives that keep coming up and going, nope, send them love and kindness. Nope, don't want, don't want to wish anybody bad. Nope, I want everybody to be successful and happy. And, and it would be really easy for the hurt and the anger to continue to feed off of each other and snowball if I'm not actively practicing to not act that way. And again, it's, it's actively participating and being mindful about those things. And it, it just takes practice, lots of practice. So, um, so maybe try that. Maybe that'll be the, the thought for the weekend is, you know, is there any situation or person or thing that you're hanging on resentment to that maybe you can handle different or reflect on or start working on to free up, free up your bowl, your bucket so that you have more room for positive stuff. That would be my food for thought. Ask for the day, the weekend, your life, whatever, work on it, take it or leave it. I won't resent you if you don't. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm getting a little corny. All right, guys, I'm going to go back to being productive and positive, and um, I will talk to you tonight. I will try to not be so absent-minded later. I guess we'll see what zone I'm in as far as my productivity. But have a beautiful day, beautiful people. I'll chat with you later. Thanks.